98K News. It's one o'clock on Ben Chain Headlines. Police ban an anti-extradition rally and march plan for this Sunday. The MTR says it won't be running overnight services tomorrow following a risk assessment. And former top civil servant Wilson Fong is sentenced to nine months in jail for misconduct in public office. The police have refused to grant the Civil Human Rights Front permission for an anti-extradition rally and march planned for this Sunday, saying there is reason to believe participants would deviate from the suggested route, damaging buildings and threatening the safety of the general public. The front wanted to hold a rally in Causeway Bay before marching to Central. It said it is appealing against the ban. Police have banned a number of protests in recent weeks, with most of them going ahead regardless. The MTR Corporation says it won't be running overnight services tomorrow like it normally does on Mid-Autumn Festival, in light of the recent situation. The railway operator said it had made the decision after carrying out a risk assessment with relevant government departments. But it says it will step up the frequency of trains on various lines from 3 p.m. until stations close at the usual time in the early hours of the morning. Radical anti-government protesters have started to target MTR stations in recent weeks, vandalizing various facilities and damaging ticket machines and turnstiles. The Health Secretary Sophia Chan has defended recent protest action by public health care workers. She said she hoped the public would still have confidence in the public health care system. In an interview with RTHK, Professor Chan said public medical workers have maintained their professionalism and that they only stage sit-ins to express their views only during lunch breaks. Former top official Wilson Fung has been sentenced to nine months in jail for misconduct in public office over his acceptance of $510,000 from a Macau businesswoman who was his mistress. Francis Sitt reports. In sentencing, Josh Dacosiao said Wilson Fung held high positions in government and his actions damaged the integrity, reputation and public confidence in civil servants. The judge says an immediate jail sentence is the appropriate option, but he reduced it by three months in recognition of what he called Mr Fung's significant contribution to society. Mr Fung was convicted of failing to declare a conflict of interest when accepting the money from Cheyenne Chen, who was his mistress and is the sister-in-law of casino mogul Stanley Ho. He was the deputy secretary for economic development and labor, when Ms. Chen's free airlines and helicopter firms applied for air traffic rights and had requested for an expansion of landing sites in 2004. Former Executive Councillor Henry Fan will become the new chairman of the Hospital Authority from December, replacing John Leung. Mr. Fan was the managing director of Citic Pacific and has previously taken up various public posts. The HA's chief executive, Tony Ko, said Mr. Fan's experience would bring new impetus to help the authority overcome challenges and continue to enhance public health care services. Mr. Fan is the brother of executive councillor Fanny Law. President Trump says that the United States has agreed at China's request to delay the October increase in tariffs on 252 billion U.S. dollars worth of goods by two weeks. Mr. Trump said the delay in introducing tariffs originally scheduled for October the 1st was a goodwill gesture because on that day, China would be celebrating the 70th anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic. A new ruling from the United States Supreme Court allows the Trump administration's tough restriction on asylum applications to come into effect while the legal appeals process continues. On Twitter, President Trump described the ruling as a big win. From Washington, here's the BBC's David Willis. 
facing a surge in asylum claims by Central American and other migrants who've been crossing the southern U.S. border in record numbers, the Trump administration has been desperate to clamp down. In July, the president announced new rules restricting asylum applications from migrants from El Salvador, Honduras and Guatemala to those who had had their claims denied by another country during their journey north. That move was immediately challenged in the lower courts and it may come back to the Supreme Court once ongoing legal challenges have been completed. But for now, the president has something to celebrate. The head of the French National Assembly, who is a close ally of President Emmanuel Macron, has been put under formal investigation over allegations of financial impropriety. The BBC's Elisa Onchi reports. The investigation by judges relates to Richard Ferrand's management of a health insurance company in Brittany. He's alleged to have benefited from property deals done eight years ago. He denies any wrongdoing. The case has resurfaced since 2017, when Richard Ferrand became embroiled in allegations of financial wrongdoing within days of helping to secure President Macron's victory in the presidential election. The case could call into question Mr Macron's promise to clean up politics. The British government has published a document relating to its contingency planning in case of a no-deal Brexit from the European Union on October 31st, called Operation Yellowhammer. The document warns of significant disruption to the UK. The BBC's Chris Mason reports. Parliament forced the government to publish this document, which until now was categorised as official sensitive. Ministers insist it's not a prediction about what will happen, but what they call a reasonable worst-case scenario. It is stark. Certain types of fresh food supply will decrease, it says. Protests and counter-protests will take place across the UK. Lorries could have to wait more than two days to cross the Channel. Some businesses will cease trading. There'll be a growth in the black market. And there could be anger and frustration in the fishing industry. The president of Zimbabwe, Emerson Manangagwa, has called for national unity as the body of his predecessor, Robert Mugabe, returned home from Singapore. Mr. Mugabe died there last week while undergoing medical treatment. At the ceremony, President Manangagwa praised the former leader. Our founding father of the nation of independent Zimbabwe, our revolutionary commander during our armed liberation struggle, an icon of pan-Africanism, the man that created our nation, the man that led us to this day has left us. Mr. Mugabe was ousted in 2017 following years of economic collapse and unrest in Zimbabwe. He'll be given a state funeral on Saturday. The Cuban president has warned the country to expect problems with fuel supplies in the coming weeks. In an unexpected appearance on television, Miguel Diaz-Canel said the distribution, especially of diesel, was being badly affected by U.S. sanctions against Venezuela, Cuba's principal oil supplier. The BBC's Will Grant reports from Havana. We are not facing another special period, the Cuban president said in his unexpected appearance on state television. In reference to the years of extreme austerity and rolling blackouts in Cuba after the collapse of the Soviet Union, he insisted Cuba was in a better position today than it was then. 
however, admitted that the great aggressiveness with which the Trump administration was acting towards Cuba had caused major problems in the import and distribution of fuel. Specifically, President Diaz-Canel said there would be no blackouts before Sunday the 15th of September, but gave no guarantees after that date. Activists monitoring arrests in Saudi Arabia say a prominent Islamic scholar has been detained after he criticized the country's creation of a new entertainment sector. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports. In a recent video, Sheikh Omar al-Mukbil made clear his displeasure at the unprecedented wave of foreign entertainers who've swept into Saudi Arabia in the past year. They include household names like Janet Jackson and Mariah Carey, whose necklines and legs were once blacked out when the morality police ruled supreme. Sheikh al-Mukbil believes the changes have gone too far. Now he's been arrested, just like dozens of other clerics, both reformist and fundamentalist. Their plight is often obscured by that of women's rights advocates jailed for their activism, a sign of zero tolerance to dissent of any kind from the current Saudi leadership. Officials in the Bahamas say 2,500 people have been registered as missing 10 days after Hurricane Dorian smashed into the islands. They say the names are now being checked against government records of evacuees and those staying in shelters. So far, 50 people have been confirmed dead. Carl Smith is a spokesman for the Bahamas National Emergency Management Agency. We recognize the extent of the devastation. We are not going to speculate on what the numbers, final numbers, would be. We understand people are concerned, and so are we. But that is the count, and as, as we get the official count, we will convey it to the public. Scientists in Italy have successfully created two northern white rhino embryos in an effort to bring the species back from the brink of extinction. The world's last male northern white died in Kenya last year. The embryos were created from the frozen sperm of dead males and eggs harvested from the two females. The two females are both unable to carry babies, so a surrogate will have to be found. Dr. Cesare Galli is the leading scientist at the Italian laboratory where the embryos were created. For the trials, uh, there would be southern white female in European zoo. And then uh, once we perfected the technique and we are safely able to transfer and get pregnancy, the northern white will be transferred part in Kenya and part into the Czech Republic, which, were, uh, which are the owners of these animals in, in the origin. For the first time, astronomers have discovered water in the atmosphere of a habitable planet orbiting a distant star. Writing in the journal Nature Astronomy, the researchers in London say the planet is about twice the size of the Earth and has relatively cool temperatures. They say this makes it the most likely planet outside our solar system to be able to support life. It's too far away to send a probe, but scientists hope a new generation of space telescopes may be able to help check if life actually exists there. Dr. Ingo Waldman was part of the research team. It's exciting, I tell you that. I mean, we've, this is one of the biggest questions of science, and we've always wondered whether we are alone in the universe. And within the next 10 years or so, we will know whether there are chemicals that are due to life in these atmospheres. In finance, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,116. That's 42 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $43 billion. And in currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 108.11 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 10 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 65 cents. 
And now with a look at sports, here's Atom Jang. Major League Baseball hitters have shattered the record for most home runs in a season. Jonathan Villar of the Baltimore Orioles connected for the 6,106th homer of the season, and that topped the previous mark set in 2017. The record was broken with 18 days left in the regular season. The rise in home runs has been tied to changes in the baseballs that have made them fly farther. In cricket, the Australian captain Tim Payne says his side will be aiming to win the final Ashes Test and will treat it as their grand final. Australia have already retained the urn after their win in the fourth test, but Payne says his team will be aiming to win their first series in England in 18 years. This is our grand final, this test. We've come here to win the Ashes, not just to retain them. So um, this test match is, is more important than, than the others to us. It's a big moment for any Australian cricketer when you come to the fifth test here at the Oval. You, um, we're going to get presented with the, with the urn at some stage later this week, so we want to make sure that we're getting that after another test victory. England have made two changes. Batsmen Jason Roy and bowler Craig Overton have both been dropped for Chris Wokes and Sam Curran. The future of captain Joe Root has come under question since their loss in the fourth test. Root believes the team will continue to evolve under his captaincy. In terms of personnel, things might change as, as they have done for a while, but ultimately we need to focus on the core group of players that are going to lead this team forward, both home and away, and then you know, build from that and build towards winning in Australia and use the next two years, two and a half years, to focus on putting in a winning tour down under. To football and the Women's Champions League, Ada Hegerberg and Wendy Renard both scored hat-tricks as the defending champions Olympic Lyonnais beat the Russian Syriazan 9-0 in the first leg of the knockout fixtures. The second leg will be played in two weeks' time. Karan Tavam is a writer for The Athletic, and he's been explaining Lyon's dominance in the competition. They probably don't get the attention that they deserve, but they are also not necessarily challenged in their domestic competition either, which unfortunately does give people a reason to maybe question some of those achievements. However, with their European dominance, you have, there's nothing you can take away from them. They've beaten the very best along the way in, in recent years, and, and they continue to do that. I think they can be challenged this year. They've been challenged the last couple of years. Uh, we saw a few years ago maybe a, a, a period where they were extremely dominant and teams weren't really getting near them but we've seen that gap close over the last few years especially with the English clubs and the clubs in Germany. The English women's Super League champions Arsenal get their campaign underway tonight. They play away to Fiorentina. Manchester City's women will visit FC Lugano in Switzerland. And that's your look at sports. And that's the news from RTHK.
Check, check, check. 